Welcome, everybody, to Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach, and as always, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. Yo, fully vaccinated, yeah, out I, here. I hate you. Fucking ready to and, not be able to still do shit. And won't <laughs> stop complaining about it. Dude, if fucking, that second one, the Pfizer, if anyone's getting the Pfizer, the second one hurt. Um, like, I'm going to get it just so I could be like, nah, you're a little bitch. So this is what happened. I got, I went there and like the first time I got the vaccine, it didn't hurt at all. The nurse, I didn't feel it at all. And about four hours later, I started feeling like someone had punched me in the arm. This one, I get there, I, she gives me the shot and right away, it felt like someone punched me in the arm. And I, told, I was like, this one really hurt. Mm-hmm. Other than the first one, she's like, yeah, we got a new vendor. They're giving out different um, needles. The gauge on this one's different. And a lot of people have been complaining about the pain. So, I don't know. It fucking hurts. But whatever. Well, you're lucky to get one. So, just consider that. Yes. But I'm glad that you're vaccinated. Makes, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully the world will start opening up a little bit more. I so, know, we, we can, can start licking people's faces soon. Yeah. Can't, can't wait for that. <laughs> um, you guys, thank you for listening. Uh, last episode uh, is already doing pretty well where we talked about Gun Plus. So, we appreciate that. Make sure you follow us on all the social medias. All that stuff is available at nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. And, of course, if you want to support the show, you can check out patreon.com slash nerdswithfriends. Lots of cool uh, benefits on there, including getting to come up with an episode idea, which is what last week's Gunplug Gundam Model episode was about. So um, if you guys want to suggest something cool, um, like, you know, Pup Play or... Legos. Were you trying to say butt play? Pup play. Pup play. Pup play. That's that a thing. That's where you dress up as a dog, and like. Isn't that a furry? No, that's like that. That could be any number of anthropomorphized uh, animals. Pup play is where you put like a leather dog muzzle and you go around on all fours. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, yeah. then the other person in the relationship is like the dog owner. Yeah. And you like you know you you roll around, they scratch your belly and jerk you off and stuff. I actually met while working at a coffee shop a couple that came in. Yeah. And it was a guy. The guy was the one holding the leash, and it was a girl. Nice. And I remember she came up, and I'd asked her, like, you know, what would you like to drink? And she turned to him. Yeah. And he was like, you may speak. And then she told me, and then I think she liked That's just a, that's you. That's your run-of-the-mill, you know, dominatrix, submissive. Oh, no. Thing. And then she meowed or barked after. I don't remember. Um, she wasn't crawling around on knee pads with, with a literal dog, like, muzzle no, on her face. No, she would doesn't count she would squat her in now what made me really uncomfortable is that it was a white dude and a black girl and i was yeah. like oh this is not good <laughs> i was like this yeah. is not good not my thing though you know you guys do you yeah whatever whatever gets you hard you know <laughs> whatever gets you hard and or wet yeah i was just like just to hurry up and take your drinks <laughs> yeah she's like he's like uh can you put it in a bowl for this yeah. dog that yeah. i have with me oh god like, get out of here. Get out of my store. Pours it on the ground. Lick it up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is a Starbucks. I, I didn't see what they did, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did it. Oh, I'm sure they went home and fucked each other's brains out. Probably. <laughs> That's how that stuff works. Um, another fun uh, nerdy news. It was your birthday, Christian. Yes. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Christian. That's our intern in the back. Yeah. We're still training him. <laughs> Unpaid intern. Unpaid intern. <laughs> I said I was gonna, he was going to be the producer, but... Like, no. <laughs> yeah, you will see. We'll see. <laughs> Producer of coffee, if you know. You suck. <laughs> yeah, there he goes. There he goes. Lost that promotion chance. <laughs> um, but because it's your birthday, I decided to get you, uh, as many people do, a birthday gift. Nice. So you want to open that up? Yes. 
And for our audio listeners, you're going to have to uh, describe the stuff that's in there. And please don't unplug anything. Shit, it's heavy. Okay. It is heavy. It's weighted with authority, Christian. Nice. Ooh. It is. Oh, the Mistborn trilogy. So this is the Brandon uh, Sanderson. So this is before uh, Stormlight Archive? Correctamundo. Very nice. So this is uh, Brandon Sanderson's first trilogy of books, his first fantasy world kind of thing. Um, I mean, he he had done other he had done Elantris and stuff, but this was the first one that like really launched him into stardom. So it's the first three books of Mistborn. Um, there is a second trilogy that comes after this, where um, basically it takes place like you know hundreds of years afterwards. Now you're gonna got me reading. I do all audio books, but uh, now yeah, you gotta fucking read and grow your brain some. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, it's Tor. I didn't even know you worked with Tor. Yeah. Um, I read a lot of their short stories, and they have a lot of free uh, short stories on their website. Yeah, Tor is great. Um, the, you know, they they did famously the uh, uh, Stormlight Archive, and I mean, uh, uh, the Wheel of Time is what I was trying to say. Um, but yeah, that's a good one. One of my favorite Brandon Sanderson's. Okay, oh, so, very nice. So this is for your your gunpla uh, obsession, your new obsession. Yes. Um, and uh, it's a hobby knife. Exacto knife, some people may call it, um, and it's uh, you know it's made by Army Painter, so it's a good quality one. It's got some extra blades in there, nice. so that'll take take care of some of those the flash and stuff that comes on the side. The fucking thing that was bugging the shit out of me that yeah. no one could see. Exactly, exactly. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. so these are some flat sided precision cutters. So I'm going to have to use my uh, toenail cutter? Toenail <laughs> clippers, yeah. Jesus Christ. Hey, it worked. <laughs> uh, yeah, this should work a little bit better. Um, so that's for clipping them out of the sprues and stuff. Very nice. Mm -hmm. Goggles. Do you use goggles? No, nah, fuck that. <laughs> I've never had an issue with... I'm not a pansy. Popping. Yeah. <laughs> I got glasses. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. These actually look like pretty nice. I actually almost bought this the other day. Yeah. This is dope. So this is uh, the complete, uh, what is that? Fucking Concordance. Of uh, the, the Dark Tower. So it's, um, I was reading, so this was a fan that made it because Stephen King would lose track because he, like, took him, what, like 30 years to complete the saga. So right. someone made, like, a, a fan made, like, everything that happens and would send it to him so he wouldn't forget, like, the order of things. And then he just made it official. Mm-hmm. Sorry for the zooming on YouTube. The Dope. fucking camera's deciding something crazy this time just do what i want camera um yeah that's a cool one i thought you know i i thumbed through it a little bit it's got some cool uh you know basically you can look up like one person like i want to look up i don't recognize any of those but uh crescia crescia was one of the baronies located in in the west of gilead it's a barony seat of Indri, and it, it just goes over like everything so you can look up like every little reference Every character, very very cool, and it's this is the most updated version. Yeah, there's like six or seven. Yeah, I'm sure as he keeps writing books that keep tying back in, there's going to be more and more. This is Toxic Avenger. It's a Toxic Avenger. So I actually bought that for you like years ago at Comic Con, and I just kept forgetting to give it to you. So there you go. That's why Alex Party is one of my favorite artists, and I make sure to buy something from him every time at Comic Con. Oh, nice. It's, I remember when you got this at yes, Comic-Con. The Comic-Con of Broken Dreams, if you recall. <laughs> so that's, that's Charlie the Choo Choo, uh, which is a fictional... It's a fictional children's author and, uh, and book that that is referenced in the Dark Tower. 
Um, Blaine is a pain. Yeah, Blaine the, the pain train. Um, and I famously or infamously, uh, they released it at Comic-Con several years ago under this, uh, I forget what the publisher, it's Random House or something like that, um, or Penguin Publisher or something. Um, and there was, it said like, hey, you know, uh, Charlie the Choo Choo signing at Comic-Con. And we're like, oh shit, like everyone who was in the know thought it was gonna be Stephen was like, King. Oh fuck, Stephen King's gonna be there signing this children's book that's gonna be fucking sick. So there's obviously a huge, gigantic line, a line that this small little publishing uh booth, there's no way they could handle it. It was like trampling over people and stuff. Um, and we were all super excited and we go there and finally I get I get my space space in line, wait. And like we're all like, dude, it's gonna be so sick to see Stephen King because he doesn't do a lot of no. signings and stuff anymore. Um, he never really has. And um, the, I was talking to these two uh, dudes in front of me who, you know, um, they were both really excited. Um, and uh, they go up there, and then we, it's around a corner, so you can't really see. And they come back, and they're both holding the book and looking over it. And so I was like, I was like, yeah, it was him. And they're like, yeah, thumbs up. Like, oh, it was sick. And I get up there, and it's some random lady. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Who the fuck are you? You're not Stephen King. Yeah, you're not Stephen King. Um, and so she, she was like, she was like, oh, thank you for coming. And I'm like, she was like, do you want me to make it out to anybody? I'm like, no. Cody, I guess. Stephen King to come and sign this? Yeah. Who the f- and she signs it as Beryl Evans, who is a fake author from yeah. the book. Um. And so it's like, I don't know who this lady was because Beryl Evans is not a real person. I don't know if she, she wasn't the artist because I think there's a, a male artist for it. I was so upset. She's just the intern. Like, fuck it. I was, I was, I was so mad. <laughs> and like, I could not believe that that publishing company had trolled us all. I, I don't know if like the, oh original... yeah. Having them like turn so you can't see who was there probably was on right. purpose, you know? Well, not only that, but like, it, so you know how like uh, Comic Con, the all the really big booths, you know, like WB, Marvel, they have a huge area and it's like out in the middle of the floor, yeah. right? This is a small little publishing company, and it's not like it's not one of the really big ones either. It wasn't Tor, who they normally have a pretty big uh, booth there. It's a small little company, and. Um, so and they're in the middle with a bunch of other stuff around. They only it's only like two tables long, and it was just they got you. They fucking got me. It was I was so sad. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it was, it was such a bummer. But it is a very cool book to have, and I, I actually compared it to mine. There are slight differences in it. Oh, they upgraded. Um, they they changed some of the text around. Um, this one has like the full barcode ISBN number or whatever on it. Because the one I had was never supposed to be. That was another thing that's kind of shitty. It was never <laughs> supposed to be made ever again. Like it was a promotional thing only, and of course now they make it. So anyway, they're buy probably it. like, "There's a lot of Stephen King fans." Yeah, we <laughs> so, can use the money. Yeah, fuck all those guys who waited in line and got disappointed. They can get fucked. Yeah, they don't remember probably. That now, when I got it, there used to be an app that was. Um, uh, I don't remember what it, what the app was called. It was called like the Tet Corporation app or something like that, where it's an augmented reality phone app, and you could scan pages, and certain pages would do stuff. Nice. So I don't know if that's still active or what, but you can check that out. But yeah. Thank you. You're, dope. You're welcome. 
hopefully uh, those tools will help you out with your Gundam stuff. And please read Mistborn so I can have someone to talk about it with. <laughs> All right. Enough of those shenanigans. Let's do some nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds. What's so your nerdy confession? I got in trouble a little bit okay. by the missus because... I started watching Godzilla versus King Kong. <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to wait for her, so I'm 30 minutes in. So now I'm probably still going to finish it and then apologize. <laughs> <laughs> flowers, right? That fixes not watching a movie with your partner. Right? Yeah, exactly. You know, fla- Flowers, I think, is a... Is a, is a <laughs> she actually listens, okay. so she's going to hear that I'm going to do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're listening, I'm sorry. But I'm going to do it. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that, you know, it's... It's okay to hold on. I'm trying to figure out this freaking the f- technical issues. Yeah, you keep talking about watching Godzilla. How, what did you think so far? Um, it's two hours. It's uh, nothing. No big fight had happened. I actually was getting to the big fight, and I'm not ruining anything because it's all. I mean, it's monsters fighting. We yeah, can. but and I was literally getting to the boat um, part, and that's been all over the trailer. So you know, I didn't ruin shit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I like it so far. I mean, it's not... I think a lot of these monster movies, when they try to do, like, these big kaijus, like, I, they usually feel rushed, and it's like, all right, you know, let the, let there be time to breathe, you know, and let's make it make sense of why, mm-hmm. what's going on. And so far, it's been doing that. Like, I haven't been disappointed. I'm, I'm happy with what I've seen so far, so... Cool. Yeah, I've, I've seen some people online be like, this movie's stupid. I don't get it. And, I'm like... No, a lot of people were... It was kind of weird. We're saying, like, oh, it was, like, like not intellectual. It's like, it's fucking... King it's, Kong. It's King Kong Godzilla. It's two giant monsters fighting. Like, yeah. Let's calm down. Don't. We're not looking. You know, it's not directed by like Darren Aronofsky or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah. Calm the fuck it, down. There's no hidden meaning underneath it. It's like, oh, what if we had? You know, we had one monster last time. Now let's do seven monsters. It's yeah. like, okay, cool. You know, it's what I want. You know, so, um, so yeah, I'm excited so, to watch it. Yeah. So far, from what I've seen, I like. So. Cool. Very cool. My nerdy confession uh, is I have recently started uh, reading Warhammer books. Nice. So not not the instructions. Not not like the uh, game books, like the uh, which I have read those as well, uh, like the Codices and the the Core Rule Book. Um, which honestly, um, one thing that's interesting about Warhammer compared to say Dungeons and Dragons, which is kind of the world that I came from. Dungeons and Dragons, like the player's handbook, doesn't have a lot of lore in it, right? It's mostly just how to play the game, how to buy things, the weapons available, that sort of stuff. A lot of stat stuff. It it does have a little bit of lore. It has a little bit. Yeah, sure. There's, you know, there's some in there. But a lot of that stuff comes from, like, either modules that you're playing or the monster manuals, uh, the dungeon master guide. So some of the peripheral books, there's more and more of that, right? Yeah. Like, uh, something's guide to everything. Uh, Xanathar's Xanathar's guide to everything. Yeah. yeah. That one has, I, I actually was kind of going through like a book. It does explain like a lot of the devils and the demons and then, right. Like, all the gods and deities. Yeah. And, and I was stuff. like, Oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't know that like they fucking hate each other and they're at war and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it went into actually some of like, I forgot the, the head, devil but like how he actually had to plead with the angels his case and he actually like they had like a judgment and he actually won the case like mm-hmm. they're like oh shit all right he does help out like he's not all evil he's not all evil i mean you got to have someone run in the underworld right yeah well he's basically like if it wasn't for me all these motherfuckers would be running crazy the demons would take over we're the only ones fighting the demons they would go into your plane and do this yeah. he's like if anything you should be thanking me and all right like, calm down i just asked you what you know why you were here jesus christ <laughs> devil over here jesus um <laughs> 
But yeah, so with Warhammer, in, in, in those core books, though, you get mostly lore. The game's actually not that complicated, which is kind of a kind of sucks because like you know to for instance to play like uh, I'm building a Raven Guard army to play Raven Guard you need the core rule book which is like sixty five dollars you need the Space Marines Codex which is another fifty bucks and then you need the Raven Guard Supplement Codex which is another thirty five dollars or you could just go to Reddit and probably find it for free oh I've definitely found it for free <laughs> I I found it online but at the same time I don't want to like when you're playing a game you don't want to be scrolling on your phone a million times right. Um, and so in each of those books, there's maybe, you know, and they're thick books, like same size as the player's handbook for, uh, um, Dungeons and Dragons. But in each of those books, there's maybe like, I don't know, 20, 30 pages of actual content that you need. The rest is all lore, which is cool. Like if you want to learn about the army and stuff, but if, if you're trying to just scrape together enough to play an army, it's like, I've just spent, you know, $150, to, you know for you know for a pamphlet of rules kind of smart thing. businessman dude games workshop is going to take over the hobby world for sure um they make they have to make more money than wizard well wizards of the coast has like card games and stuff like that but i mean the monetary uh draw of games workshop is crazy but that's besides the point i so i started reading the actual novels okay um and i started with the horus heresy which is a big giant event in Warhammer 40k, um, I'll give you a little background and see if this is something you, you'd be interested in. So, the in the world world of Warhammer 40k, the uh, mankind is ruled over by the Emperor, the Emperor of Mankind. He doesn't have a name, just a title. That's okay. who he is, and he's basically this godlike, you know, being um, who like has been a basically like. I think there's some lore that says like Jesus and Buddha and uh, all these different gods over time have been based off of him because um, okay. he's been a, a per- he's a perpetual he's been living forever basically. So he was never mortal. He was always a god. Yeah, he was like. Uh, there's some even crazier things where he was like, like some entities in the in the cosmos like created him or something like that. Um, so okay. yeah, he, he's always been. He looks like a man, but he's always been like godlike power. He's like the most he's the most skilled psyker which is a psychic uh person um and a crazy warrior right he decided that he needs people to help him uh you know rule the galaxy so he creates uh 19 sons or 20 20 sons um through his using his own genetic material okay now when you say son we're talking stars we're talking uh children. children okay got it so he makes these he basically genetically grows these 20 babies and then um and then through an event that's kind of like a lot of this events uh, in Warhammer are left in the dark ages so you don't know exactly what happened but these 20 babies got separated from from earth so they got sent out amongst the different stars and planets and grew up in various different planets and those sons are called primarchs and they grew up to be like demigods essentially okay so they live forever too they live forever too mm-hmm. and so and each one is because they grew up on different planets this is a cool lore lore piece because they grew up on different planets they all have different like personalities right so like there's lehman russ who is the primarch of the space wolves he basically grew up on like a viking planet so all the space wolves are they fucking have like orange beards and axes and they ride on the backs of dire wolves and uh, space marines can't normally get drunk because they have like super metabolisms, 
but they found a way of like the stealing the stuff that that they call it like uh it's like a play on meat it's like mayod or something like that and they they drink it and it would kill a regular human being but they drink it to get drunk you know um and so and his like his favorite his first and favorite primarch that he made was horus who he um who's like he has he was leader of the luna wolves uh space marines and horus basically during this book series that i'm reading he basically falls to chaos and chaos is like just evil in general, right? Um, which is, lives in the uh, warp space, which is how they travel from star to star, kind of thing. It's like like hyperspace, you know, in Star Wars yeah. or Star Trek. Um, but apparently, in this universe, hyperspace is inhabited by these demons, these four chaos demons. Um, and Horus basically gets uh, seduced by by the power of the warp and of chaos, and and fights against the emperor. And so this this series I'm reading is all about that. And it's so cool because it starts out and you're, you know, Horus is like this huge war hero. The emperor lets him take over this great crusade that they're on going through space. So he's the war master of the entire Imperium of Man. And like it it uh, is mostly from the point of view, uh, at least so far, of this one guy named Loken who's like one of his captains. And you could just like the whole time he's just like, oh my god, Horus is so sick. He's so awesome. So these twenty sons though, they don't war within each other. No, uh, at least not at first. They basically each one of them leads a legion of space marines. So for instance, the army I'm building is Raven Guard, and their um, their primarch is uh, Corvus Corax, who is this like super emoed out stealth guy. Um, but he was kind of I like him because he's got fucking huge metal wings. And like these lightning claw things. And um, he basically like he grew up on like a slave planet and he fucking rose up and freed all the slaves. You know, like Abraham Lincoln. Like listening that you said space Jesus like has guys with guns to go and fight. It really just sounds like Republican Jesus to me. <laughs> like gun toting. Like can't like he's not peaceful. Well, you, no, I well in the grim dark of the far future, Christian, there's only war. <laughs> That's uh, it. Yeah, basically. Um, so what's kind of interesting. Um, so this. The Horus Heresy takes place in around year 30,000. So instead of 40,000, like the rest of Warhammer is taking place now. Okay. It's like 10,000 years in the past now. So in this book, who are they fighting? So they're fighting the Greenskin, which is the orcs. Okay. Um, Eldar, which are basically elves. Um, and then the now they're starting to fight the forces of chaos. So the, there's like in the book I'm reading now, which is the second book, they're fighting Nurgle which is um, like the god of pestilence and decay and sickness. And I'm surprised just... the humans uh, don't team up with the elves. You think they would go no. after the Dude, orcs? they fucking, the emperor hates Xenos, which are aliens. <laughs> so, but technically they're aliens. They're going well, around different places. Yeah, but I mean, so, so uh, like, the, the, I'm not trying to defend the emperor. Like, the whole, the whole point of that whole, uh, all of the lore is that there's no good guys. Everyone's bad, basically. Okay. Um, the Tau are, are kind of okay. Um, but, yeah, basically what happened is uh, during our eight golden age of technology, um, humans kind of spread out amongst the stars and stuff and colonized different worlds. But then there was, like, then, like, uh, uh, technology basically, like, we forgot technology. We started warring amongst ourselves and fell into this, like, uh, they call it the age of strife. Where it's just like Mad Max era, you know, where everyone on Earth is just like riding around on motorcycles trying to kill each other and stuff. For gas. 
Yeah, exactly. And the emperor basically rose up and to unite mankind. And he started as a warlord. And I mean, he's he's still a warlord, basically. But um, his idea was um, he was going to go on this great crusade, find all these lost colonies of humanity and bring them back into the fold and create one imperium of man where they are all you know one tribe again essentially okay and so like sometimes but that includes him sending uh space marines down to these planets who maybe for 10,000 20,000 years have never seen another earthling and they come in they're like hey you're you're under the emperor now he's like your boss and put on the suit here's a gun yeah and a lot of them are like uh no we have our own kings or queens or whatever or presidents or whatever and they're like oh well if you don't do it we're just gonna murder all of you and so they just take over the entire planet um so yeah it's it's, i mean it's really gruesome and stuff but what's cool about these stories i'm reading is you know it starts before the heresy happens and like everyone looks up to horace like he's he's basically you know if uh if like the emperor is God, he's Jesus. Right. But now it's like, what if Jesus fucking went against God and stabbed him with a sword? Is that what's happening? Or? I mean, it, it's going to happen. I know, I know the overall events of, um, so basically he, he falls to chaos. He gets like seduced by the power of these evil, uh, demons. And, um, he, he convinces some of the other primarchs to join him. And then, of course, there's the loyalist Primarchs who stay with the Emperor and defend him. And he ends up killing one of his uh, his brothers named Sanguinius, who's the – he basically has big angel wings and he looks fucking like they, a hot bod guy. You know? They did something similar with that in World of – not World of Warcraft, sorry, Warcraft 3. Mm-hmm. Well, like the main leader guy, and I forgot his name, and then he gets a sword that makes him strong, and then but it turns him evil. Yeah. So it seems like it's kind of a common theme in these types of uh, games. Yeah, I mean it's a lot of, uh, a lot of you know, fantasy – type tropes thing i mean it's kind of like uh it's kind of like anakin skywalker falling to the dark side yeah. kind of thing you know um and but yeah it's it's the books are really good i've been really happy with them so far um which i was kind of surprised i didn't know what to expect because you know they're basically based off of a board game or a tabletop game and it's kind of it's kind of crazy to think that that much effort went into a uh you know a novel based yeah. on that but the only tabletop book series i read and I, actually i should pick it up because i think i got to like book seven was the drizzit novels those were kind of cool i mean they're quick reads they're nothing um i think that'll wow anyone but it's kind of cool how like he expanded the lore of like and i forgot the area but it's an actual like territory in dungeons and dragons oh, okay. but i enjoyed them yeah that's cool yeah i might have to check those out another thing that's kind of cool is like um just because like i've been learning about more and more 40k lore and like currently in warhammer 40k like basically all of the Imperium of Mankind are basically religious zealots and they like worship the emperor as a God. Like they, they pray to him and there's, there's a inquisition um, chapter who basically they're like space nuns and stuff like that. Um, Fabian, uh, she says she plays the Adeptus Sororitas, which are warrior nuns. Nice. And so, um, but it's crazy because the emperor actually like he hated religion and he would go like wipe out planets who had religion. They're like, you're you're not religious but, anymore. But he's a deity. Well, he's he's not. He says, no, I'm just you know you know yes, I'm I'm stronger, bigger, better, and I have crazy powers, but I'm not a god, and you shouldn't worship me as. But a... he's immortal. He's also immortal. Yeah. So he has like all the marks. He has all the marks, but he hates religion because he's like religion causes a downfall of societies. But everyone worships him. 
yeah, so in these books, that's not the case. Like they, they're all like, oh, the emperor, you know, beloved of all, you know, most beloved of all kind of thing. It's like, okay, like they, they kind of worship him, but they worship him as like a leader. Okay. Right. But as, but as you know, I'm reading these books, you see like there's this like um, like kind of an underground following who start like handing out these little leaflet books, like basically praising him as God. So you're actually seeing that religion start to spring up. And it's crazy to think that from when these books take place to where the game is now, like they've totally like yeah, yeah, yeah. changed. It's pretty cool. Like I like seeing how that changed. They really put a lot of thought into these uh, books. So pretty cool. Check them out. It's called the Horus Heresy is what I'm reading right now. I am on book two of the Horus Heresy. So I think there's like 30 Horus Heresy books or something. Yeah, crazy. It's the same thing with the Drizzt novels. I think there's like yeah. 20 or 30. And I mean, you know, you don't have to start at the beginning. I think you should because it, it's definitely uh, cool. And you don't have to know a lot about the lore, but the more you know, it's kind of cool because you can start seeing things like yeah. fall into place. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. I'm excited to see where it goes. But you can literally find, if you want to find out more about like the Imperial... Uh, imperial astra militarum who are just like the regular humans fighting amongst the crazy space marines and there's books based off of them there's ones based off of like terminator squads which are the guys in the big giant armor kind of thing uh, like the bigger than a normal space marine um, but i like the ones that are all about space marines the adeptus astartes who are like genetically modified super soldiers basically nice who wear the space armor and stuff so captain america with armor yeah captain america with like like Tony Stark Hulkbuster armor, basically. Nice. Um, and also like guns that shoot rounds that explode. Nice. And chainsaw swords. So is that where the... And he spits <clears throat> acid. I'm assuming the, the chainsaw guns, I'm assuming, was that taken from... Uh, oh, I forgot the name of Gears the game. Gears of War? Yeah, or was Gears of War taken from... Well, seen as the uh, seen as Warhammer 40K came out in like 1985... Pretty much all StarCraft, WarCraft, and Gears of War have all oh, fair enough. <laughs> taken bits and pieces off. Um, though I will say in, in Warhammer 40K, they don't have chainsaw uh, guns. They have chainswords, which is just a sword but with a chainsaw yeah. blade. And then they have bolter guns, which are like big machine guns that shoot these little self-propelled bullets that penetrate and then explode. Nice. Yeah, they're fucking sick. <laughs> they also have las guns, which are laser guns, basically. So... Pretty cool. All right, we are going to take a quick little break, and then when we get back, I'm going to try to convince Christian of some anime series to watch. We'll be right back. And we're back. All right, Christian, you've been getting into Gundams. Yes, I just got a couple ones. I'm excited to start building them. I honestly didn't think I was going to get into it being that first one until um, it started going like halfway. And I was like, oh, I'm actually enjoying myself. So now I'm looking forward to working on some. And now I got cool tools to, to use with them. So to make your life a little easier. So uh, have you ever watched any uh, Gundam Wing, Gun Mobile Suit Gundam, any of that? Does Transformer count? No, no. it does not count because then, it's not the same universe and they're not Gundams. They're not then, made out of Gundanium, Christian. No. Okay. Unless Pacific Rim counts. It does not count. Those are uh, Jaegers or whatever. Um, but um, a lot of these, you know, mech-type cartoons, I don't know what the original one was, maybe like Robotech or something like that. Um, but a lot of them have their basis in Japanese animation. 
But you famously are not a big anime fan, right? Not. Uh, you hate anime. I, I think you said. Not I think you said that before. No, You're no, like, no. God, if anime was wiped off the face of the earth, it would be a good. It would be a good day. Not true. That's, I'm pretty sure that's what you said. Because I've said Dragon Ball Z is probably my favorite because I watched that growing mm -hmm. up. There was another one in the. Uh, they would play in the Spanish channel. It was a uh, Super Campeones, just means Super Champions, and that was a soccer one. Mm -hmm. That one was pretty dope. Um, and I'm not even like I only watch soccer when it's um, the World Cup. Outside of that, I don't care too much. Right. But those two, and then there was another one, uh, Caballeros del Soyaco, which was a uh, the Zodiac Cowboys. That one was kind of mm -hmm. cool. Um, those are probably in the Miyazaki ones. Um, the that's, Studio Ghibli's. Yes. Ghibli's, whatever you Outside of that, um, yeah, I'm not very well versed, but that's not to say that I don't like it. It's just sometimes I've tried watching anime, mm -hmm. and I think my brain is just too Western, where right. there's some themes that I just don't get, and I think it's just like a... Like tentacle sex? I mean, that I get. I mean, I get it. I get it. Fucking... <laughs> They're soft, squishy. Yeah, you know. Go, there's a bunch of them. They can go anywhere. Yeah. Who knows Probably where they're gonna end slippery, up? Slippery. You know. Yeah, I get it. When suctions, when you want some good grip, I get it. I get it. All right. So I've I've kind of compiled a list in my brain because I didn't actually prepare and write these down of some animes that I think are good starter animes. They're not too crazy where you have to like you have to understand like you know Japanese fairy folk tales and stuff to really enjoy them. Um, but good action, maybe some humor and whatnot. Um, and I think hopefully if you watch any one of these, um, I think you'll have a good time. Okay. Okay. First and foremost, and I, I've said it before, is Cowboy Bebop. Oh, actually, yes. I've, well, I haven't seen the whole series. But, yeah, that's actually a really good one. Yeah. So Cowboy Bebop um, is one of my all-time favorite ones. Came out in, like, 1998. It's only one season long. I love the uh, goofy. I was confused. Is Ed a boy or a girl? Uh, you know, I think. Or does, does it doesn't matter. I'm trying to know? remember. I don't. I don't. I don't think they ever like fully disclose it. But I think he's supposed to be a girl. I, I always thought Ed was funny, and I loved the smart dog. Ein. Uh, yeah. Einstein. Yeah. Spike Spiegel. And Spike then... is the best. You know, he's that casual dude who just. Goes in situation. Oh, it looks terrible. Nah, I can handle it. And just yeah. whoops people's ass with kung yeah. fu. Definitely, definitely a great, great soundtrack. Animation's a little old, but it's you know it's a great story and super sad. And I wish that they had done a live action with Keanu as Spike. Yeah, they that were would... they were working on it, but I don't know what happened to it. Cowboy Bebop. That's a good starter. It's short. It's one season long. I think it's like twenty episodes in a movie. Um, I think I saw the movie and it was terrible compared to the show. Eh, it was fine, but it was kind of it was a weird, you know, like when you make a movie, it's kind of like the X Files movies, where like I enjoyed the first X Files movie. The I first seen X the second one. Yeah, the first X Files movie. There's actually been three, haven't there? There's been three. Oh shit! Pretty sure there's three. Doesn't matter. Um, but like the first X Files movie, it takes it's like its own thing, like it's its own plot line. It ties in some things from the show, but for the most part, it's a self-contained thing. But then, like, I think the second movie is, like, a Monster of the Week thing, which is kind of what the Cowboy Bebop movie okay. is. So it's like, do you really have to watch it? Does it have anything really to do with the series? No, not really. I actually want to rewatch. Now that you mentioned uh, X-Files, I want to rewatch all Fucking X-Files is so good. Um, but we're not here to talk about X-Files. <laughs> uh, but, yes, Cowboy Bebop, I've seen a few episodes. I did enjoy it. Yeah. So that's a good one. Another one, more recent one, and I think it's just ending or it's just about to end. 
Attack on Titan. I started that and I appreciated how brutal it was. Mm -hmm. And then I don't remember. I think I got to episode four or five and I don't remember. I think another show came out and I was like, oh, shit, I really want to watch this. And then I kind of just drop off. Yeah. Uh, so one thing I'll say about Attack on Titan, at least. So I've I've watched through season two or three, I think. Um, so I need to catch up on it. Um, and um, But one thing I really liked about it, the animation is amazing. Yes. All the action and stuff when they're slinging on their, uh, I forget what they call those things, the things that shoot little grappling hooks out all over the place. Um, it's amazing. Like they use just enough CG to make the backgrounds look really cool and all the motion look really good, but all the actual characters are um, well drawn. Yeah, I found out very quickly. Uh, don't like any character too much. Just, oh, yeah. I, was just I was like, like Game of Thrones. Like, oh, I thought, oh, I thought this is the main character. <laughs> he gets fucking eaten. Like, oh, yeah, okay, not at all. It's definitely one of those ones. Uh, you know, it's very like very violent. Lots of um, like you know people just like who you've grown attached to just get murdered without any like warning kind yeah. of thing. So, um, but very good. The story was really interesting too. So um, I'm excited to catch up on it. I. I found it. I think most of it's on Hulu now. I so. got to the point where one of the humans like transformed into a Titan. Ooh, yeah. And then that's kind of where I stopped. Okay. So you've watched like four episodes. <laughs> like I said, like four or five episodes. <laughs> yeah, definitely check that one out. It's a good one. It's a modern one. And I think it's ending so you don't have to like wait around a million years okay. to watch all of it, which is cool. Um, one of those ones that you can't really, you know, finish because it's still coming out. Um, but I think it's still very good. My Hero, My Hero Academia. Have you heard of that one? He sounds familiar. So it's that's a, not the One Punch Guy, is it? No, that's One Punch Man. Okay, I mean, sorry. you can watch that one. That one's great. <laughs> one Punch Man is kind of a. Uh, it it's almost like a kind of a spoof of Goku. Okay. You know, um, because basically this guy, uh, he I forget how he gets his One Punch power. I think he just he does like a million push ups or something like that. <laughs> And like, okay. it, yeah, he's like this, you know, uh, this like whatever dude who who gets saved by some hero guy at one point. He's like, I'm, you know, I'm gonna be like that one day. So he just, I think it's push-ups. It's either it's something stupid. Okay. Where he's just like, yeah, I just I'll just do see if I can do you know 10 million push-ups, and if I can do that, I, I'll be strong enough to be a hero myself. And he like works out so hard, his hair falls out and stuff. It's all the <laughs> stupid stuff. Okay. Um, and then he eventually has the power to defeat any combatant with one punch anyone anyone superman like gigantic monsters like gigantic robots and everyone's like oh my god this guy's so crazy and he's just this like dumb normal dude who just worked out a bunch and they're like oh my god how did you how did you get so powerful he's like yeah i just uh yeah so i did i did a bunch of push-ups <laughs> they're like what okay yeah uh it's it's funny um but it's kind of like you know goku where he can basically beat anyone but this guy's even stronger because one punch <laughs> but uh no, the, the one I was uh, talking about, uh, My Hero Academia, is it's basically a school for superheroes where it, in this world, like a certain percentage of people are born with a quirk, they call it, which is a superpower. Okay. And, so they're mutants. Yeah, it's, essentially. Um, and so, and, and it can range from, you know, something like super strength and shooting fire out of your hands to like one, like this chick has like, uh, like earphone connectors that come out of her shins that she can like plug into her into these other ones coming out of her ears and shoot sonic waves like crazy shit. <laughs> okay yeah there's i mean there's a million different and they do these cool things where on screen they'll kind of show like oh this is so and so here's their quirk and like it, their quirk might be like you know 
Sonic Boom, and you don't know what that is until you see them in action. Okay. But it's really cool. It's all about this young kid who, like, idolizes heroes and, um, you know, but he was born a normie. Like, he did not get any cool powers. But through some things that happened in the show, he gets powers, and it's all about him going to school and trying to be a okay. superhero. So pretty cool. Um, there's a, It's got some really good, like, comedy-type stuff in it, too. Um because all these kids like kind of live together and stuff and um they have to deal with their funny quirks um i think season five just started coming out on hulu so um it's one of those ones you can't just watch and, and then it's over you know it's yeah, yeah. still ongoing but uh hulu great they got some great stuff but it's fucking commercials that i can't the take commercial, off yeah Fuck. yeah i got the fucking commercial free because i started watching anime i it. can't because i signed up to disney plus oh uh, that was a mistake and then i was like when they're um when they're smashed together i was like oh you know what i don't mind paying extra for no commercials and it's like one of those you can't upgrade yeah you can't do it when it's all bundled together like that okay so we got cowboy bebop we got my hero academia attack on time one punch man is a kind of a fun bonus one in there um now i think i think probably the last one i'd want to talk about let's see there's so many freaking good ones um i'd say probably this one's kind of a weird one well they're i'll give you two really weird ones if you say naruto or one piece i don't know if i can get into no no no. okay I, i would never recommend those for someone just starting an anime okay because first of all one piece is still going on it started. Um, let me. I wonder when One Piece uh, started, because um, I want to say it started in like the late '80s. Jesus. Um, uh, Ninety-seven. Okay, so it started in Shonen Jump in um, 1997 and has, is ongoing now. Like it's continuing to go. So, I mean, that's like hundreds of episodes. Yeah. There's there's no way I would recommend that for, for anyone to start same thing i've just with, seen some of the characters i'm like yeah i don't know if i could get into that naruto yeah one piece i'm you know i started trying to watch it and just not for me you know i don't give a shit about pirates i that's just not <laughs> something i'm into um but naruto i actually really enjoy um the stories and characters are all awesome and it's one of those ones where you can like pick a favorite character and it may not be naruto right like naruto is not my favorite character in that show um but everyone gets a little like day in the sun kind of i guess thing. like with that one i but I've it's seen, long it's... i've seen a lot of people who like like naruto like almost have to get the headbands yeah. or become like super super into it and i don't know if i'm ready for that commitment man well i will say this uh if you watch naruto there will be episodes where you cry <laughs> okay it's and and i will say a lot of anime does a very good job of have of having very emotional episodes uh cowboy bebop has a couple of those um naruto for sure uh, Dragon Ball Z less so because everyone just comes back yeah, to life. Just all wish the time. back. People don't come back to life in Naruto. Okay. <laughs> when they die, they die. But because Naruto, considering there's Naruto, Naruto Shippuden, and then Boruto, which is now his uh, son or daughter. I don't. I've never watched Boruto. Um, there's like 600 episodes or something like that. I'm not going to make you. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to suggest that you start there, even though I think it's very good. Also, when you have any long series like that, you get a bunch of filler episodes, which are episodes where the TV show anime has gotten ahead of the manga comic books. Okay. And so they they have to create an episode because they have a weekly schedule to do. And so they make something up. 
And I hate that. That's usually like the, oh, uh, we're like, not oh, fighting. We're shopping. Or yeah, like, exactly. Like, so there's I Dragon Ball Z where like, they just have to do something silly. Yeah. And he's not terrible at that. Um, because considering, you know, some of these other series we talked about, it's not a very long series, you know, between, you know, Dragon Ball Z, um, from the Saiyan saga all the way through the Android saga, um, or cell saga, boo saga, you know, it's, it's long, but it's not ridiculously long. So there's not that much filler. There is some like, okay, like Goku's on his way to Namek and it's just people charging up for an episode. That's yeah. kind of, that's a filler episode. Naruto, they will literally go like, oh, I'm going to find the best ramen place in town. And it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, why am I watching this? Gene, I'm surprised you haven't thrown any hentai yet. Um, okay. If you want to watch hentai. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last like uh, good starter anime, I would say, I'll, I'll give you a choice. Do you, do you like... Do you like sci-fi horror or do you like fantasy horror? Well, fuck, man. Both are good. They're both horror. You know what? Hit me with both. Fuck it. Okay, so for fantasy horror, there's one called Berserk um, where it's... Not Berserker. I think I've seen parts of that as a kid. No, it's not Berserker. It's Berserk Okay. with this guy named Guts. Uh, that's the main character. And he's, he's basically... He's got a fucking cloud strife gigantic sword. Nice. Buster sword. But he's like a kind of a knight. And, um, basically there's some, uh, it's super violent. Okay. And then essentially, um, it goes on and he like joins this traveling group of mercenaries kind of thing. And then they start fighting demons. It's fucking dope. Nice. Um, I will say the original series does end kind of abruptly, um, because like some crazy shit happens and then it's like, oh shit, it's over. Continues in the manga, which is, which is also super violent. Um, but uh, they have since kind of uh, done like um, I forget what they're called. They're called like the uh, doesn't matter. There's a new like versions of them that they've kind of updated them, so you can actually continue the story on those um, OVAs or original. Okay, I'm assuming this, this was the fantasy one. That's the fantasy one. Okay, because it's demons, knights, swords and sorcery kind of stuff. The sci-fi one, and this is a weird one, but I fucking love it. It's called Gantz, G-A-N-T-Z. Okay, this one, I, I've heard of it because I used to work for Viz Pictures, yeah. and uh, they did the live action. They showed right, it. Right, right. Yeah, so there's been live action uh, versions of it. There's also been a CG one that recently came out on Netflix. Um, but I like the original Blu-ray or you know DVD version or whatever. And I used to have it. I think I lent it to someone, and they never gave it back because I used to have it. But essentially... The premise is, like, there's people from all over Tokyo or whatever um, who have died in some sort of accident or something like that. But just as they die, you know, they like two guys, like, uh, get hit by a train saving some guy off of the tracks kind of thing. They get hit by a train, and you're like, oh, shit, those guys just died. But then you see them, and they kind of, like, rematerialize in this, like, apartment room. And they're like, what the fuck? I thought I just got hit by a train. And there's, and there's a bunch of other people there, and they're all, like, wondering, like, what's going on? And there's this big black ball in the background. It's just a, an orb, you okay. know? And um, it basically tells them that they're part of this game now, um, and the ball is called Gantz. I think that's what the, the ball is called. And they're part of this game now where they have to basically, uh, every night or whatever, they have to uh, go out into the city and, um, like take out these alien threats that are like 
you know, secretly trying to take over Tokyo. And they have to dress in these black, like, you know, spandex suit type things. And they have these guns to go fight these aliens. And every time they go out there, like, it, it's always like a weird, twisted, like, it looks like some, just like some random dude, you know, um, who's kind of mumbling to himself. But then he turns into a giant tentacle monster and murders people. Uh, lots of people get murdered in it. Super violent and super weird. So if they're dead and then their their dead cells die, what happens then? So so what happens is like basically if if they they have to go in kill the alien, and once they've taken out and killed the alien, they get they basically get like it's kind of like Star Trek where you beam in and beam out kind of thing. Okay. Um, but it looks a little different. They do it like layer by layer, kind of like a three D printer. Okay. <laughs> and so. Um, as long as they survive until the alien is killed, they get rematerialized back in the apartment and all their wounds are healed. Okay. Um, and then they can go back and actually live their normal life as if they weren't dead again. Um, but then they get summoned back to this apartment. And basically, I think the goal was like, you get so many wins, you can literally buy yourself out of the game kind of thing. Huh. And so very, very, it's very twisted, very interesting. Um, and I remember it's like, I saw that, um, I saw that uh, series on, I don't know, the Anime Network or Crunchyroll or something. And I was like, dude, I've never seen anything like this. And I still haven't. Like, n- no one has done anything crazy. And I, I read a little bit about it. The the guy who wrote it, I forget his name. But he, he just had, like, a weird, twisted, like, imagination. <laughs> and I love it. That sounds cool. That one actually sounds pretty cool. Yeah. Gantz, it's called. Um, all right. You want, you want some, like, you want some fun fan service ones slash hentai ones? Sure. Okay. Actually, uh, before we ran out of time, I mm-hmm. started watching uh, Invincible, and you should watch that on Amazon. Invincible? Yeah. Is that the one based off of the uh, comic book? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. Robert Kirkman. Robert Kirkman comic book. That's I think it's I'm only about. like three or four episodes right now. Very cool. All right, so here's here's some bonus ones just for funsies. Uh, High School of the Dead. High School of the Dead. Yep. It's a zombie, it's a zombie um, you know, anime where basically zombies just start showing up at a high school, obviously. And then a bunch of high school kids have to like fight their way out of it, but all the all the chicks in it are super hot. They find weird excuses to have their boobs jiggling around and stuff. It's not it's not porn necessarily. I don't know, man. That makes me kind of they're like I know they're cartoons, but they're underage. That seems no, no. It's it's Japanese <laughs> high school. Everyone's overage. <laughs> oh God, okay. It's great. Um, it, it it's really funny. There's a lot of like funny moments in it. And, and what's funny is I got it. I actually bought it on DVD. Because I'm like, oh, zombies sounds cool. And there's like a chick with a samurai sword chopping a zombie's head off. Yeah. I'm like, this seems like a fun anime. I started watching it. And then like a few episodes in, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> like, why Why is her shirt off? I don't understand this. And it just like, it keeps like building and it gets more ridiculous. I feel like maybe it didn't start off as like a fan service kind yeah. of super lewd show. But it definitely ended that way. But it's a good it's a good time. Um, lots of cool zombie killing and stuff. Um, there's like one guy in the class who like, you know, he's the guy who always fantasized about a zombie apocalypse. So he's like, let's go back to my house. He's like making bayonets out of like kitchen knives and stuff. He's like, I've prepped my whole life for this. I'm I like, mean, it was good prep time. Uh, I love that guy. Um, and if you want, you want like a crate. Like I don't know that many hentai's, but I do know Bible Black. Have you heard of that one? No. It's it's one of the most famous hentai's out there. Bible Black, okay. It's called Bible Black. Um, I'll do research later. You know. No, I'll, I'll just we're gonna Google it right now. <laughs> uh, this is great for everyone listening. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, yeah, so Bible Black, it's like, um, it's, uh, I don't really know the story of it, I'll be honest, but I know there's like some Satan demon, demon worshiper type stuff, and, th- and then lots of ladies who get grow penises instantly. Oh, they're, they're yeah. really going at there it. There you go. So that's uh, that's the only title I know because it left quite an impression when I first saw it. Oh, there's there's just an, an orgy right there. Yeah, there's there's all sorts of crazy orgies and stuff, and I think there's been multiple versions of it. But yeah, you should check that out. <laughs> I remember the animation that was actually pretty good. I was pretty impressed with it. Um, I think I saw that at Fanime. So at uh, Fanime in San Jose, not not that we get to have conventions at the moment, but um, one of the tradition things that they have there is on, I think it's uh, Friday and Saturday night, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday night, um, late night, because what's cool about that anime convention and other... It's 24 hours, right? It's 24 hours. Like, not everything is 24 hours, obviously, but they're showing anime 24 hours a day, and they have, like, a video arcade open 24 hours a day. Were you the one that told me that, like, when they're showing the hentai, they have to go do, like, a hand check? Yeah, they do a hand check. Jesus. So, so they have these things called hentai nights, where basically they show hentai, uh, like, you know, from, I don't know, call it 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. or some shit like that. And um, so it's, you know, it's it's in a big dark theater room. And you're basically watching porn with like a hundred other weebs. <laughs> and not really my scene. Uh, I've been in there one time and that's where I've learned about Bible Black. The floor but, was really sticky, so I got out. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, God, I think I stepped in gum. <laughs> it's not gum. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so what's funny is, so, you know, they'll uh, everyone's watching this thing. And, like, some people, like, they'll call out funny things and stuff. You know, everyone, you know, it's some people go in just as a joke to hang out with buddies. But they do have ushers who go by every couple minutes and they go with a flashlight and they go down the, the whole, like, you know, they just look down the whole row or whatever to make sure people aren't jerking it. I bet you they all have a game like, let's see if we get caught. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Part of the danger is what excites me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, definitely not my scene. Uh, my friend Mark, who actually wrote our theme song, he used to love going in there. <laughs> Fucking weirdo. We used to play a game at, at uh, uh, Anime Expo and Fanime called Mark Buys a Hentai, where we just go, we find... Because they have these tables that are just solid porn. Mm-hmm. And so we find the craziest, like, names. Um, and you guys just make them buy it. And, and whoever we all decide has to found the craziest name, Mark buys it. <laughs> and then we, like, we'll go to the hotel room and watch it together. Of course. Yeah. You have to. And jerk each other off, you know. Nice. Just suck each other's dicks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like. do. Uh, some of the other, some of the good ones we found. One was called, like, uh. Do you know the Milfin Man? The, the Milfin Man? Yeah, the Milfin Man. Oh God. Do you know the Milfin Man? I don't even know what. I don't want to know what it's about. It's about fucking milfs. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then there's there's another one uh, called uh, called the uh, Midnight Sleazy Train, where it's just people getting groped on trains. There's a bunch of great ones. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a fun game. That's a whole. That's a whole nother episode, Christian. If you want us to do a whole episode on hentai, <laughs> I'll oh, have to do my research. We'll have to do our research. We just come in. We don't even look each other in the eye. Like, uh, oh, did you watch anything? No, no, no. I didn't see anything no. I liked. Not at all. <laughs> but check those out. I think. Um, I think Attack on Titan is a really good one. Uh, Cowboy Bebop's amazing. Um, one Punch Man's a fun one too. Um, but also Gantz. If you can find it, 
I've been trying to find like a Blu-ray copy of it. And that's one thing that sucks about anime is you're trying to find because of Japanese distribution and stuff like that. Sometimes it's hard. Just go to Japantown. I'm sure you'll find it. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, but Gantz is a good one too. And Berserk. All really good ones. Let us know in the comments what are some of your favorite animes and what's a good one for a beginner to start on. You know, something that's not 700 episodes long. Like Bleach is a really good good one too. That's um, one that David really loves. Yeah. I remember I, growing up he would he would watch a lot. I liked it too, but it, again, it's like 200 episodes. Not as crazy as Naruto or uh, One Piece, but it's, it's up there. Demon Slayer is a new one that's kind of cool, but it's only one season that kind of leaves on a cliffhanger, so... There's good ones out there, but those those ones I gave you are good starter list. But let us know what you guys think. Post them down in the comments on YouTube. Tweet them at us. Send us an Instagram message or whatever. Um, you can find all that info at nerdswithfriendspodcast.com. Uh, you can also support us by becoming one of our patrons. Oh, fuck. You know, <laughs> I was just, I, speaking of patrons, we got a new patron. Oh, nice. It's your fiance, Sabrina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I already thanked yeah, her. It was a little surprising that she wasn't already a patron. Right? Right? <laughs> Just kidding. I know you're listening. No. Just kidding. We thank you so much, Sabrina. Uh, we appreciate... And uh, I think she did the episode one, right? Uh, I actually don't recall. I need to look at the email yeah. again. <laughs> um, but if she did, look forward to another patron's suggested episode. And your brother is still a uh, $10 patron, so if he has another one, we can also uh, do another one for him. Give us a new addiction. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I want you to do an episode on heroin. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> okay. Promise well, is a promise. Yeah. I like snorting it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you guys can be become one of our patrons as well. Patreon.com slash nerds with friends for all that info. Um, Christian, I'm I hope you enjoyed your birthday presents. Yes. Get get some model building under your belt. Now I gotta find some time to read. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> And uh, to all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night.